Hello, and welcome back to the show. Today is a strategy episode, but we're not going to be talking about sales and marketing. Today, we are talking about protecting your peace and mental health as a small business owner. I am a mental health advocate. I have struggled with postpartum depression and anxiety since I became a mom 14 years ago. And I think it's an important conversation in the small business space. And today is going to be all about that. Are you an overwhelmed business owner who struggles to meet your sales goals, but you feel like you're working so hard? Hey, I'm Lindsay, a Jesus-following wife and mom of four. I'm also an award-winning medical device sales rep turned sales and business strategist, and I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Small Business Sales and Strategy Podcast. I'm here to help you develop the skills and strategies you need to sell your services and products with ease so that you can grow your business, serve your community well, and ultimately live the life you dream of. Grab your coffee and a notebook or your tennis shoes and take me on a walk. You're in the right place. Are you ready to dive in? Let's go. Hello, friends. I recorded this episode a few days ago and just couldn't hit publish. And I found some notes in my Bible while I was studying this morning, and I think I know why. 55% of Americans struggle with mental and emotional health, and there is a stigma within the Christian church, and I think it's getting better. I really do, but there is still a stigma within the Christian church that it is a sin, that mental illness is a sin, and I want to be clear in my belief that mental illness is a sickness. It is not a sin, and it is actually referenced several times inside of the Bible, In Psalm 42, David talks about his depression and his struggles with depression. He says, why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? In 2 Corinthians, Paul struggles with depression, and he talks about suicidal thoughts under the pressure of his life, and he wonders if we could go on living. I want to just say that it is okay to not be okay, and we are all in the spiritual hospital. It is not My identity as a mental health advocate and someone who has struggled and continues to fight every day to maintain a healthy mental space, but it is also not your identity. So if you are someone that is struggling with your mental health, um, there are a couple of things that I want to share in this episode that help me. In part two of this, we are going to talk with a mental health professional, an actual licensed certified clinical therapist, and she's going to talk us through some ways to manage stress. But I wanted to just begin this episode and talk about the biblical aspect of this and that I do not believe that it is a sin. And so if you are struggling and you have ever heard from someone in the church or someone who goes to church that they believe that this is a sin or a demon or whatever, however they may have described it, it is not. I don't believe that. I believe it is an illness. I believe that it is part of our health. And instead of calling it a mental illness, I think the term should be called brain illness, but that's a whole nother soapbox for another day. I hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks for joining me. 
Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Small Business Sales and Strategy Podcast. I wanted to thank you all for reviewing my podcast, and that tells Apple and all of the places that you are listening to me teach you about sales and marketing strategy that it should be given to other people. So thank you. Thank you for that. The second thing I wanted to tell you is I have a free Facebook community, and I would love for you to join if you are not already a part of that group. It's a small but mighty group, and I have some big things that are going to be coming inside of that group, and they will be announced there first. So make sure that you grab a seat at the table and you join that group. I will link it in the show notes. The community is a small but mighty community of businesswomen who want to see you succeed and cheer you on and all the things in the positive realm of being with businesswomen. So join us there and we will see you on the inside. Today's episode is a little bit different than what you are used to from this particular podcast. It's a part one of a two-part series and we are going to be talking about mental health as a small business owner. Now, if you have known me in person for very long or have followed me on social media for any length of time, you probably already know that I am a mental health advocate. I have struggled with postpartum depression and anxiety for the past 14 years since becoming a mom. The last four, three to four years, I have really taken hold of that journey and found ways to better myself in that sense. And I wanted to share those things with you today and open up the conversation about mental health as a small business owner because what I've experienced and what my my friends in business have experienced is there are super high highs and there are super low lows. And we've got to figure out ways that we can manage the stress as a small business owner. And I mean, it's stressful, y'all. Like owning a small business is very stressful in addition to having a family, being a wife, being a mama for, and wanting to also have friendships a part of my life. As small business owners, you know that we could literally work 24-7 on our business and never, ever stop, which leads to burnout, which leads to you ending your small business career or your small business altogether and going back and working for someone else because burnout is real. It is something that we we can experience if we don't take breaks, if we don't take care of our mental health, and if we let the high highs and the low lows really impact our day-to-day. So I want to share some things that have really helped me along the way. And no, I'm not saying that all of these things, you have to do all of these things or that all of these things are going to help you in particular. And in part two of this two-part series, we will be talking with an actual therapist, an actual clinically qualified, trained therapist, and she's going to walk us through some stress management strategies and talk with us about what we can do to better our mental health in the small business space. I think the first thing that we all need to do is some self-evaluation in the mental health space. And really identify the things that happen or that we do in our lives when our mental health is going into the gutter. For me, I scroll social media way, 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 way too much. I start to disengage. I think in clinical world, they call that dissociation. I'm not sure. You, you, You detach. You detach from people. So I start scrolling more. 
I'm in my phone more. I am kind of checked out in my life. That's when it's the worst. That's when it's like bottom of the barrel worst. I have recognized those things about myself over time. And I'm being honest and very transparent and vulnerable here because I'm hoping it will help you identify that you probably do some things yourself, maybe not scrolling, maybe not checking out, maybe not detaching yourself from other people. But when your mental health starts to take a plummet or starts to go into the negative space, what are the things that you do? So I think that's an important piece of mental health. Just in general, as a human, we all have mental health. And especially as a small business owner, I start to stop. I start to avoid the tasks that I'm supposed to get done or that I need to get done to keep my business going, keep the money coming in and our customers happy. So that is, you know, like I said, I kind of detach and I just stop doing, I start to stop doing those things. I usually catch myself within a day or two of going down that road, but there are, there are definite things that each of us like coping mechanisms, I guess. And we'll, we'll talk more with Rachel in part two of this series, but we'll talk more about the mental health as a small business owner and the actual terminology that's appropriate for what I'm talking about here. But there are some things that I do that I know my mental, that triggers me to go, hey, whoa, you've not been doing the things that you're supposed to be doing. Your mental health is taking a decline again. We need to get back on track. And I think if you can recognize those things about yourself and have your spouse or a friend or someone in your life going, hey, I see you doing this again, or hey, you doing okay? I'm I'm noticing you're feeling a little bit far away again, you know, kind of trigger you into like, oh, shoot, I've not been doing the things I should be. I'm not doing the things that are good for my mental health and that keep me in a good space or even a neutral space, just not into the negative. So that's the first thing that comes to mind in this mental health discussion. The second thing is the list of items and my kind of checklist, my personal checklist, if you will, of things that I know that will keep my mental health in a good spot. And if I stop doing them or I skip doing them for long enough, my mental health plummets. The first thing is reading my Bible. That is a solid foundation for me is reading my Bible and centering myself early in the morning before my kids get up before I start having conversations with anybody is centering myself on God's word. So once I started reading my Bible again regularly, that gave me a sense of hope and a kind of a light on the ladder of climbing myself out of this mental health hole. Once I was able to kind of climb out of the hole a little bit, Then I started exercising, and I know you're probably sitting there going, oh my God, Lindsay, exercise, really? Let me just tell you my theory on this. My theory is we were not, as human beings, designed to sit behind a desk and commute for hours upon hours to and from our jobs and then sit some more in the evenings when we're running our kids to baseball or soccer or football or whatever it is that they do, band, orchestra, whatever acting classes, whatever they're into. We were not designed to sit. We were not designed to be stagnant and still for the existence of our waking hours. We just weren't designed to do that. We were designed to do manual physical work. 
And with advances in technology, we have slowly taken the manual physical labor processes out of our day. And we are now sitting behind computer screens. We're behind our phones. We are in cars more often. We are sitting at our kids' soccer games. We're sitting at orchestra rehearsals and recitals. We're sitting at dance conventions, whatever it is that we're attending, we're usually sitting and we weren't made to do that. So yes, I believe that exercise is just as beneficial for your mental health as it is for your physical health. And let's just be clear that mental health is a part of your health. It's a part of your physical health and has major impact on how you feel and how your body functions. So exercise was my next step. And I'm not saying that you have to exercise every single day, and I'm not, I'm not saying that you have to do these crazy strenuous CrossFit workouts. No offense. If you're into CrossFit, great for you. I'm super happy. Um, that is just a hard workout and, you know, not for everybody. But it's not about killing yourself while you're working out because of what you ate or whatever you did or didn't do. It's not a punishment. It is a way to clear your mind. It's a way to get the good endorphins in your body going. It's a way to get a good dopamine hit, not the like scrolling loop dopamine that you get when you see a screen light up. It's a good way to relieve stress and to get your mind functioning and thinking clearly. So exercise has been a huge, huge role in all of that. Now with the exercise, comes my water consumption. And when I drink more water, I feel better. I sleep better. I think clearer. And my water intake definitely has an impact on my mental health because drink enough water, then I get better sleep. And when I get better sleep, I feel rested in the morning. And when I feel rested in the morning, I don't have this loop of continuously and constantly feeling tired. So, so far we've got reading my Bible, on my list anyway, we've got reading my Bible, exercising, increasing my water consumption. The other thing that I did that directly impacted my mental health was I got my hormones tested. And that's maybe not something that you thought I was going to say, but getting my hormones balanced back out and on the right track has significantly helped with mood swings and not feeling as tired and feeling stronger. So side note, if you're feeling out of whack in that area, I would highly recommend and definitely say that you should get your hormones tested and see what needs to happen on that front. And the last thing that we need to do as small business owners, I believe, is we need to find ways to rest. And I don't mean that rest equals relaxation. I don't mean that it means getting into a bubble bath. I mean taking time away from our businesses and doing things that we enjoy, whether that's watching our kids play soccer or that's going on a date night with my husband or volunteering in our community, whatever that looks like for you, find something that recharges you. So it may be painting or playing music with some friends or getting together with your church's life group, whatever that looks like, however it is that you recharge, just make sure you're building that into your week and into your day if needed on a daily basis because we have to take time away. We have to rest. In order for us to stay creative in our businesses and stay on top of it and stay in a place where we are always ready and willing to serve our communities well, 
we have to take some time away from our businesses and we have to get recharged and refreshed. So that likely means that we need to set boundaries in our business and whether that's getting an additional cell phone so that you can put the work phone away or that is hiring an assistant to help you offload some of the tasks so you have a reasonable amount of time in your workday. Whatever that looks like, creating boundaries is probably something that needs to happen for you to be able to get the rest that you need and to recharge for serving your community well and serving in your business the way that you want to show up. The last thing I'm going to leave you with is make sure that someone in your life knows your triggers and that they are aware of the things that you start doing when your mental health declines, some of those coping mechanisms that you default to so that they can say, hey, Lindsay, I'm seeing you do this again. Are you okay? Are things okay? Like, do you need to talk about anything? Do we need to go see the therapist again? Like, what what is it that you need to do? Again, I am no expert, so I will be having my friend Rachel, who is an expert in this field. She is a clinical therapist in my area, and I will have her on in a later episode to discuss mental health in the small business space and some tips and tricks from her on managing the stress as a small business owner and staying more leveled out as far as the high highs and the low lows, kind of staying in that middle zone and making sure that we're not going way too high or way too low. And because that gap can be very, very wide. When the highs are highs, they're high. And when the lows are low, they can be really, really low. So we want to we want to give you some tips and tricks and some strategies to help you stay kind of even keeled and not so drastic in the mental health space of small business. So I hope this episode was helpful. I hope it gets you thinking about your own triggers and things that you could maybe do better or maybe change in your life or in your business so that you maintain a better better mental health space for yourself and for your family and for all of the people that you're showing up for in your business. As always, thank you for listening. I am praying for you and I'm praying for your business. I pray that you are thriving and I will see you here next week. Thank you so, so much for hanging out with me today. I pray this episode gave you some tactical and practical ideas to implement today in your business. I would absolutely love it if you'd share this show with a friend and take 20 seconds to leave me a review. I'd also love to hear from you. So if you have questions or comments on today's episode, they are absolutely welcome. You can email me at strategy at gmail.com. I'm praying for your business. Join me next time.